Welcome to Summer Sessions Live on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. It's the number one destination for all things summer fun. We'll chat about your summer passions and share some fan photos along the way. Summer Sessions Live. Enjoy the ride. In a summer state of mind. This episode of Summer Sessions Live is brought to you by Energy Power Sports. They're Oakville's full-line BRP dealer with sales and service to all BRP models and so much more. Check out energypowersports.ca. And don't forget, if you're looking for something to do this long weekend in Canada Day, they have 10 SeaDoo units available for rent with trailers and they'll set you up with all the gear. Check out energypowersports.ca and they'll put you on the water. All right, Andy, how's it going, buddy? Good, Gary. How are you today? Good. Did, did you dance like this when, when that music's playing? I in was some a state of mind. bobbing for sure. Yeah, a little uh, weight oh. loss dance for the old fella here. It's going to be a TikTok uh, sensation, this, for sure. <laughs> right on. For sure. Good so listen, we got my buddy, my old buddy, Don, from Adventures This Way. He's coming on the, sh the show. I'll bring him in the house right now. Put your hands together for Don from Adventures This Way. Which, which way, Don? Hey, how's it going, Gary? <laughs> good. How you been? Uh, you been uh, keeping good, good? Good. Busy. Yeah? Well, yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Sometimes I'm uh, just busy working around the house and everything. And, uh, you know, the old body takes a, takes a toll on the old body. So, uh, yeah. As long as I'll as long as you still get time to play, right? Hey, kudos to you for that picture hanging on the wall there, Kramer. I'm gonna put you nice. full up yeah, there like so that, people eh? can see that. I that's love that, man. Like that. My wife hates it, but I love it. Really? <laughs> what does yeah, she know? There yeah. we go. Well, there you're big. Like Everybody. Right. Hey, are <laughs> yeah, you like me? I don't save that from someone. Are, are you like me where are you like me where if you find it it's it bugs her you'll just keep it you'll you'll go buy more of them uh not very often just those few little things i try not to try to get under her skin too much because i do that i'm not just not on purpose so um yeah, no no we get along pretty good but yeah that's just one of those things but uh this is down in the basement and uh you know i kind of just decorate how i wanted to and uh i like it there <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Andy. So oh, yeah, Don has been a, yeah, Don's been a big fan since uh, of of my channel forever, and I remember his channels just starting out. And then uh, he's he's been riding ATVs, mm -hmm. a little bit of snowmobiling, but he got into uh, a Can Am XMR one thousand this year, nice. and his channel is yeah. blowing up. It's He's, it, it's not luck either. He's putting out some amazing content and uh, my wife's going to be really mad at him because I am getting, after having Sassy on last week and then now you, like I've been, yeah. that's all I watch now is mud videos and it's like, <laughs> oh, this is neat. <laughs> right on. Well, it's, uh, before it's, the it's totally a growing niche market and uh, I mean, it's big in this, in the U.S., but it's really growing, I think, more in the northern U.S. as well. And, um, 
Yeah, but to talk to my buddies that work at the dealerships, the mud-specific units are still a pretty small portion of all the units that get sold. But I think it totally has the all the aftermarket support and the gear and the cool-looking accessories. And that's what people like. People like that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Anything that you can spend your money on, right? Yeah. 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 Um, well, you got a real mix of, of people. Do, do you think people favor that. buying buying like a non mud ATV and converting it, or do they? Would they? Do you think the majority yeah. haven't got there yet? Well, I kind of tried to make a video about it a while ago, and I think I may try to do it again. And I think. And I would be a good example of it, but I didn't really try to get into like mud riding. It just sort of evolved, you know, but I think it usually comes down to when you're getting into something power sports or you want to do something that your buddies are doing, snowmobiling, motorcycles, whatever, you have that entry level where, okay, I've only got so much dollars to, to get started with. And I think that's where a lot of it comes from. Um, it's just price point and get started. And then once people sort of get get a taste for it. And I'll tell you, like I had my old Yamaha and I went out on one of the big rides during like the May long weekend and just seeing the bikes and the people and the noise and what the bikes could do. You're like, wow. Like <laughs> the yeah. old 450 just it, it, it doesn't. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's something about it. It just kind of grabbed a hold of me a little bit that uh, something about it. Yeah. That's cool. But you uh, went into Polaris, you, you, you got a Polaris and you did some mudding with it first. And then what, what yeah. made you jump into the XMR? Was it something that you, you, you knew the capability of that machine? Well, I definitely saw it. Well, just to give you a little bit of history. So like we kind of talked a little bit, like, you know, I'm still a huge sled guy, totally a sled, a huge sledding guy, but you know, I did a lot of trail riding. And that sort of is kind of run its course. And I mean, we can get into more details about that later. I think it kind of gets all encompassed to the riding style and the riding, getting out with a, a group of people and riding and enjoying your time together. Like that's really what it's all about. Whether you're riding a Sea-Doo or four wheelers or, uh, you know, Harleys or whatever it is, or trucks, off-road trucks, that type of thing. It's that camaraderie and that great group of guys helping each other out, you know, you know busting their chops when something goes wrong and all those kind of things but i started out with uh i have my yamaha kodiak and uh i was like well maybe i could kind of modify it a little bit well but then there was an incident and uh so the kodiak died so i was buying a new machine and uh i looked at a can-am i was looking at can-ams and you know they had their pluses and minuses but i wanted something that had some power i wanted like at least an 850 so your Can-Am or Polaris. And really it came down to, actually I was going to buy this Can-Am that they had at uh, one of the dealers. Uh, and then it got sold. So I was like, okay. And then I happened to find this one, the Polaris I had. Um, it was up in Carlton Place. And the thing was five years old. It was brand new. Like it sat in the guy's garage for five years. It had like 20 hours on it and three, no, 200 and some kilometers on it. So it was brand new. And I, I had plans to kind of, yeah, I kind of planned right away. Okay, I want to make a little bit more trail mud kind of riding. And then once I got into it more, it's like, well, okay, now you want to change your tires and your snorkels and or a rad relocate and everything. And you just, 
you kind of just dive right in. Yeah. Yeah. So you asked me about how I went from the players to that. that. Well, that's a, there's some things with the players that they're really not, they're not really designed for doing that kind of stuff to it. They're really not. They're really, really not. Even though they have the high lifter model, which my machine basically was the same DNA and they just modified the same, same chassis. Totally. Exactly. But they, yeah. they're not really designed. Whereas the K&M model, um, like just for the airbox system itself, it's designed for that application and the, the power delivery. It's, it's what you need. Low, you need your, the way the canyons really are is the power delivery from the V twin is right there. Now yeah. the negative with the Canyon, their clutching sucks. So you got to upgrade. Your I agree with and that. Then, and then just hold on. Like seriously, spend some money on it, hold on and just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you did your clutch in yours, I assume. Yeah, right on. Hey, listen, we got Corey Brock in the house. Corey Brock, he gives you the big yeah. devil horns. He's got an 850 uh, XMR. And uh, Dustin Ingram said, yeah. says, good day, sir. Cheers. And Keith 63060 says, hey, everyone. So we got them in the house. They're just having a good time in the chat room right now. I love, uh, but no, I love some people's hands when they've got like six or seven numbers in it. I'd like to know what the what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a random. Oh, I can't have that. Oh, yeah, that works. Oh, we're good. Yeah, it, yeah, it's probably their password, so they don't forget it. Yeah, yeah well, someone <laughs> gets a hold of my phone, they're gonna know all my passwords. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta yeah. write it down. Listen, we're gonna talk more more with you, Don. But you guys want to do some fan yeah. photos now? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Here, I just gotta yeah, move myself in the, into the. Oh, yeah, we got we got lots of fan photos, including your stuff. So. Just bear with me right here. There we go. So uh, listen, last week here, I just, why are we not going there? There we go. So last week uh, we had Sassy Can-Am on. That was a blast. Like that, that really, she, she's, she has me watching all kinds of mud ATV videos right now, but I, did you follow her on Instagram since she's, uh, since she was on Don? Yeah. Yeah, I did. She was great on the show too. That was great. She did really well. It was great. I, I hadn't really heard of her until her, she was coming on the show and yeah. It's, yeah. And uh, she's fun. To see someone that, and uh, you know, they get into it and it's like, well, you want to come and do that kind of stuff. And try it out and like, Oh, then you need a machine and you need this. And, and, uh, it's great to get more, uh, more ladies into it for sure. It's, uh, yeah. And she's, she's learning along the way, which is really cool. And, and, uh, and like, she's smart about it. Like I, I can't believe the stuff she knows, but they had posted last week that they were going for a girl's run their fam jam. So I was trying to sneak my way into it. I said, I ride like a girl, whatever that means. (laughs) But, uh, she, she said a hard no on that. But uh, here's a here's a video from from the girls' ride. I'm just going to show you here. Uh, this is from her friend Alexis oh, that posted awesome. this on, on TikTok. And I think it's called "Grannies Can Ride." It's It'll good. be on my YouTube channel after the show. But check this out. Oh, what happened? 
There it is. <laughs> Lost a wig. Hate when that happens. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's like Andy when he runs a pressure washer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's awesome. I love that. That just shows you what kind of, what kind of mindset these girls are in. It's wicked. eh? there's, I'm there. I am saying a again. Welcome to Canada. huh? <laughs> so can your grandma ride that good uh, Don? Uh, I don't, uh, you know what? He, uh, I don't know. I don't know. My grandma, Sassy Can-Am's in the chat. She said she had so much fun last week. Thanks guys. And a smiley face. I asked her permission to play that clip and she said, hell yeah. Like, go ahead. And she was laughing. So. Yeah, she uh, she talked about the uh, riding family. Like, do you have a big group you ride with, Don, or do you just kind of pick up as you go along? Like, what's it like in your area? Uh, it's kind of pick up as I go along, but I'm kind of there's. Um, I mean, I've rode with a few different kind of groups um, for some different styles, but uh, there's kind of some there's there's a bunch of different little groups in the area, and. There's kind of something new kind of forming. Now, I was riding along with my one buddy, uh, Richard, and he had his uh, YouTube channel. And he sort of taken, you know, a step back from that. And he's not riding as much. So that kind of went, you know, your things really kind of tailed off. But yeah. um, what I'm really liking is I like taking people out and showing them around. Uh, because one of the places I ride a lot in some of my videos, it's it's not far from here at all. And I can just ride right to it from my house. Um but it's 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 a really neat place to for people to experience, and I like actually I really like just taking people there for the first time. So, um, is that the yeah. is that the Canada Canada ATV Park? Is that what it is? No, it's um what it is. It's um what it is. It's, it's actually it's a strange section of Crown land that um uh somehow got taken. I'm not sure how it came to be. The government took it over at some point, but it's like right in the middle of civilization. It's just south of the, south of the 401. Um, so there was a tract of land that through oh. whatever purpose became crown land. So it's uh, you can do everything you normally can there. So there was, uh, I guess there still is this uh, Napanee ATV club. It's not really much of a functioning body anymore, but they did a lot of stuff there years ago. Um, and it's kind of been nicknamed the Napanee ATV Park or the Switzerville Road ATV Park. And it's just yeah, napanee. Nap that's that's the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really evolved into an extreme terrain park. But again, um, and our municipality, we have a lot of uh, unassumed roads that you can drive on with three TVs, and some of those all kind of link up, and you're allowed to drive on the uh, municipal roads following the proper, you know, in accordance with the proper rules and all that kind of stuff. 
So you can go from place to place to place and not really be doing anything you're not supposed to be. So that makes it uh, makes it fun. And, uh, it, you know, you're not just stuck in the same place, but it's still the same after a while. But that's so place, it's almost it's almost like snowmobiling really in your area. Is it like where you've got a connected? It, it's not like you're riding uh, the same 10K over and over and over again. You've you can well, go places. You could, it gets kind of boring, but you just head up a little bit further north and you get north of highway number seven and you get into so much more crown land and like there's trails but like trail systems it's not like that there is but it's all uh forest access roads i mean i go up hunting there all the time and i mean it's just it's limitless where you can go it really really is nice um, nice that's cool here i'm gonna try and get here we're gonna go through here this is my son. He okay. took uh, Betty Davis out on the weekend, and that's his buddy's uh, yeah. KTM 500 there that I wrapped last week or a couple weeks ago. I think I put the vinyl on that thing. Um, but uh, that was this has been the first time that, that Betty Davis actually get put through its paces. So he uh, Drew said he yeah. was really impressed with with what that little Yamaha 350 can go through. Oh yeah, because they're so light. Like they can, uh, they can do a lot. They mm -hmm. Do a lot. Have you ever run into any Chevy Aveos when you're riding? Mm, not that I can recall. But about a, a few weeks back, there was uh, kind of like I say at the ATV park, there was it was like a Jeep, some sort of Jeep product, like a Jeep. I don't know what it was, a Jeep SUV kind of thing, which was stolen, obviously, and they just they drove it in one part, which wasn't. Yeah, it's like a gravelly kind of road, but they went and yeah. they just plowed. Oh my god! But some they got it towed out of there. But uh, wow, that was something. I was surprised to see that in there. Like wow, that was impressive. It, it like, was it was demoed, was it? Yeah. This oh, uh, this is his buddy's. This is his buddy's dad's old car, and uh, so they've been actually they took all the th all the seats except the driver's seat out, and they've they uh, I think they've actually taken the exhaust right off so it's just a straight pipe out of batter and and uh, they've been ripping it oh, around yeah. in the field so yeah so the guy planted it in the hill so drew rode up on the wolverine and and drove it right up onto the hood <laughs> <laughs> so he had a blast but i said you should have went right over but you have to watch that last step it's a doozy there at the, the very back i don't know yeah. see it I gotta get right out. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't want to go off the back of that thing. Not slowly. No, no. <laughs> no. This is a. Are, do you know Swamp Life on on the socials, Don? Yes, actually. Uh, yeah, I've talked to him a few times. Yeah, that's a wicked machine. I actually I just got myself. See, he's got that rack in front of the machine there. That's like a giveaway raffle one, I think. And people yeah. put money in for their stickers on it. Anyways, I got a rack from him and I just showed up uh, a few days ago and I got a powder coated. I went and picked it up today. Man, it looks pretty awesome. It's, so uh, Swamp Life makes cool. racks, do they? Yeah, yeah. Because I think it was one of those things where he was like, well, I don't like the way that some of these other companies are making them. And it's like, oh, I think I can make, come up with something better. And uh, it's all aluminum. It's pretty nice. nice. Yeah. Nice. Now that's a rear rack, I guess we're looking at. Yeah, that's a renegade rear rack. Yeah. 
Exactly. Nice. And that's the thing. Renegades don't have a, a racking system per se, right? No, no. They come, uh, yeah, there's there, there's a mounting point for them. But, uh, yeah, you're on your own there. <laughs> yeah. Now, would this would this work with link accessories too? Or do you, do you mutters not care about yeah. that? Um, well, the one the one I got to start with was the BRP rack that has all, uh, it's the same as on an Outlander. It has yep. all multiple points for link system. That was kind of what I liked, but um, that's kind of what I wanted because I didn't know what I wanted. I got a few link accessories, and uh, but I had a little mishap, and I kind of dinged it up. They're not tough. They're not tough because they're plastic, and they just have like some a couple aluminum braces that are supports, but they don't cover the whole thing. So it kind of got dinged up, but I was able to fix it up. And when I went uh, my trip to Ottawa there past weekend. I had a bigger box on it and it fit fine. And so I think with the new rack I got, I'll install it and then I'll save the other rack for like the bigger box when I want to go hunting and go on a big trip or something. And then I still got some room left for, I have a few accessories where you can attach a tool and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, nice. Yeah. So this, this rack is compatible with that. That one is no, no. So the one I got from Swamp Life, it, mine was kind of like a custom because he makes that one for a renegade. And then the Outlander yeah. one, it's just a little bit wider, and it has the uh, some of the holes for the link accessories, but not all of them. So he did a combo for me. So oh, mine's nice. just a little bit bigger. Yeah, so it's kind of like a one kind, actually. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, no, he's what, a really what cool guy. He really wanted to help you out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Right on. What what tires are those that he's got on there? I uh, you know what I don't know which ones those are, but they are beefy. Yeah, aren't they? Early, yeah. Holy, are they like? Yeah, I don't know what those ones are. Wow, I don't I know. He's got. Them, but I'm not sure which ones there. Now, that's a renegade, is it? Yes, it is. That's very customized. That one. <laughs> I know. I love the grill he's got on it uh, too. Yeah, that's uh, that one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure has got some engine work done to it too. <laughs> And this is a picture of Andy Kerr on the uh, going across the the Grand River. <laughs> that is deep. How is that thing breathing, Don? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of fingers just hoping for the best there. I, I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> no. I can tell you that. that. That's when you're like almost at the top of the snorkels and you're going, ah, it's probably going to get shallower now. And then you go right underneath. I guess what do you do in that case? Just keep you keep well, her going, eh? It did go, it did go. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just keep her going or what? Uh well the only way the thing you can really do is just before you go under is at least shut it off. Shut the kill switch off. Because if you get any water, it gets in and then and then the engine the engine the, the pistons are going trying to fire. And it gets water inside the cylinder. That's gonna, it's gonna be game over. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, yeah. it can, it, it can be repaired. Yeah. <laughs> you hope. Yeah. Could you? you hope. But when you play in those yeah. types of situations, it's yeah. What yeah, do you, what do you know, right? <laughs> it is. It is like the grill. There looks like a. It looks like the Punisher logo, right? Yeah, it really does, Doug. That's that's what it is. It's kind of got a Punisher feel to it. Yeah, 
That's cool. So does he make that stuff too? I think it's the normal stuff too. What's that? Does he manufacture those too, custom or or what? Um. Well, this bike was. I'm pretty sure this bike was loaned to him to use. So I don't know too much about this one, but uh, he has oh, a, okay. he has another Renegade as well. This one was nice. sort of like a loaner, so he could take it to some of the events. Um, right like they'll have it, all these different parks in the U.S. They'll have weekend events at these different riding parks, and sometimes it's yeah. a bigger event for a different weekend. You know, is he in your area too, or where is where is he out of the U.S.? Yeah, he's out of the U.S. I, you know what, I I would mess it up if I try to figure out which state he's from. I could look it up, but yeah. No problem. No worries. I just thought I could. Hey, big. He's on the eastern yeah, seaboard, sh- but on the on the east side. Eastern seaboard, but yeah. in the middle. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Looks like good stuff he's got there. Hey, I got to give a shout out to Dustin Ingram, buddy. Thank you so much. He super chatted us two bucks. He hit that little dollar sign at the bottom of the chat. Send us his love with a two dollar donation. How's your summer riding going? He says. Summer riding is going good. We're getting, we're just getting started in it though. <laughs> Had a couple of mechanical issues, which I think are behind me now. And uh, I've got two machines that run now, both the ATV and the bike are up and running. So we're going to be getting some content on both of those coming up shortly. So thank you so much for that uh, $2 super chat. That's awesome. Sorry, did I cut? What, what were you guys saying there? Mike Mike Gooley says, hey, guys, cool show. Can I send you some fan photos or videos of dirt bikes? Yes, you can. Fan photo at mudbrats.com. I'll actually put the thing right up on the screen here. We might get to it today. Who knows? We'll see. Just got to find that. There's an email right there. Yeah, send it right there, Mike, and we'll, uh, we'll feature you at some point. Not now in two weeks for sure. Yeah, that's a I I dry I ride this quad. I love that look. My five hundred had a little can amp or a little Punisher sticker on the uh, on the front of it, and I still have it on the helmet on my my can am helmet. Where the when the GoPro is not in, it's the Punisher logo. I put a sticker on there. So yeah, look at that one too. That this is uh, Project Vengeance. Dan, I'm going to screw up the last name, but Break Cruise, yeah, I think, is his last. Yeah. Is it you know this guy? Dan, don't ask, don't ask me how to pronounce it. Just, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan yeah. Dan B. He sends. I, he sends actually, in. When that, yeah. Yeah. I actually I think that that photo I was right there when that photo was taken. Actually, I remember that because right on. he doesn't have he doesn't have to relocate on the machine there yet, and that. Those are 34-inch tires. Those are like the same size of tires that Oster Cruiser has, and you can't even see the back of them at all. It just wow, it's that's just, buried. Just, yeah, that's how that's how you just you get those holes sometimes, and it just goes to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow! Now, um, now I now you said about the rad relocate. I didn't even think about that. I see the snorkel, the snorkels on these things. Um, I wonder what the theory is that they put they'd snorkel them but not relocate the rad or, or manufacture it with the rad in a better spot. Well, that's that's uh that's a hot topic, I think. But I'm sure it comes down to the, the way that 
okay, this is my guess. The way that the the Renegade is built, there's just really no room for them to do it the way that BRP would like to have the tolerances and blah, 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 whatever. Plus the cost. Plus the cost of doing it. We're just, you know, it's the most expensive ATV that there is, ATV that there is and they don't give you everything on it. I mean, with the Outlander model, you get it. But you don't get you don't get real snorkels though. The snorkel system on a Renegade is way different than on uh, an Outlander. It's completely oh, different. Oh really? Completely it, it what way? Like, is it? Can you give us a, a Coles Notes yeah, version of it? Yeah, uh, just in how the tubing, the the actual tubing and everything is run from your your airbox and uh, the airbox would be very similar. But the from the clutches, the tubing just all it's it's all integrated and uh, it's it gets ready to go out of the box. It really yeah. Is. Wow. Were the, the XMRs yeah. a little bit differently? Yeah. 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 Exactly. There's Dan there. Yeah, so is this after? Is this after you guys pulled it out or what? Well, it's one of those. Sometimes when you see something that's cool, it's like, oh, we better stop and take a picture of that, right? There you. Go. Oh yeah, I remember. I got. I got took that one. Maybe. Yes, I did. He was, uh, that's, that's a ball. Awesome. That's like a skeg pile. He was pulling off the sheet. So this would have been in a different ride, and uh, he's got the rad relocate on there. I think it was probably his first one of his first rides with it on there. So uh, yeah, yeah, I see yeah. that. He's a former yeah, look, Polaris guy too. Is he really right on going about the Polaris high left yeah. Is that right? Uh, he had some bad experiences with that model. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he knows. <laughs> he knows some of the things that have happened. They pretty much all happened to him. So, and he's not the only one. But, anyways, yeah, I, wow. I, like I said, I don't try to be a proponent for one brand or bash another brand, whether it's trucks or cars or whatever. I just try to, you know, pass information on to people that, uh, of what you see. And, but some people, some people are just loyal. You know, they're to whatever their brand is, and that's what it is. But are I there, think you got to have an open mind. Are there any brands I that? I uh, guess where I am right now. Are there are there any brands that uh, besides uh, Can Am that have uh, a mud version alone? Like does uh, you know Kawasaki or Yamaha or any of the others have an actual mud version, or is it just Can Am? Well, the only one that really does is uh, is Polaris. Okay. Uh, none of the other manufacturers have one that's a, a mud specific machine. You got the Polaris Highlifter, and they make them in uh, an ATV, and they also make them in a side by side. A couple of different side by side models, hmm. um, but they're really not. Um, the best way to describe it is, they have some add on things to make it more mud ready. But compared to the Can-Am Renegade, it has a beefier transmission. It has a beefier uh, drivetrain. It has a beefier um, rear differential. Like it's made to handle it a lot more. Where the say the Polaris model, some like the, the ATV, I can only really speak for that. Um, some of the stuff's pretty much the same as on a on a on the regular Trail 1000 XP. There's some parts are different, but it's basically the same underneath, mm. really. Right, yeah. right. No, that's like a, I, say, I wonder. It's still a pretty, it's still a, it's popular, but it's still a pretty small market in the global ATVs all over the world. Yeah, wow. that is, yeah. 
Yeah, well, that's that's funny. Hopefully, it does grow. It might might end up being like the the mountain segment of and the free ride segment for snowmobiles. You know what I mean? Well, well that's now, a, now a really a, good analogy because that's kind of how I, I thought about it myself. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like it's you didn't years ago you didn't hear about it, and now it's it's huge. There's specific lines of snowmobiles just meant for for mountain or off trail riding so i mean i i think atv world will will maybe go that way possibly too with the fact that there isn't a good trail system in canada that i know of that um that off trail really is one of the better places to ride them you know what i mean like a, as far as deep in the swamps and you know you're not going to get in trouble or you're not really if it's crown land trespassing that kind of thing Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I, I, that's really where that's really where we're at because just like you're in your reference to like off trail and mountain snowmobiling, when it comes to uh, like with ATVs and sort of mud skeg riding, it's much more entertaining and easier to film in an entertaining manner. It's so much more extreme. When you see guys drop riding through a swamp uh, in the snow and guys jumping off these big cornices and all that stuff like that's it's exciting but watching somebody yeah. just driving along a trail for you know the same cut it's it's not as entertaining when you get into more of the blog type of stuff and talking about what you're doing and how it's going and that that's a whole different segment but it's not as uh it's not as exciting i guess to the impactful to a viewer i guess I yeah exa- well there's that. there's that risk right i think i think that's part of it is that the, the risk of impending doom when you're, whether you're riding in the mountains or you're, yeah, you're going through a swamp, is this guy going to case it? Yeah. You know, energy power sports is in the yeah, house. Welcome aboard. And Ener- energy power sports says we sell a ton of XMRs. There you go. Mm-hmm. So it probably depends on where you're located too. Right. Rally Sport 31, he says, yeah. hey, guys, he gives totally. us a sunglasses and a thumbs up and a 100 and a Canada flag. That's awesome. What about the Textron Alturo Mud Pro 700 or the Yamaha Grizzlies? What do you think of those? Oh, actually, so uh, Andy was asking about a mud-specific bike. I kind of dropped the ball there. Um, Arcticat used to make the Mud Pro. Yeah. So it was a kind of mud-specific bike. It was snorkeled. And uh, it was capable, but the 700, a little underpowered. They did make a 1,000 for a while, and there's probably some diehard guys out there that still try to keep those engines together because I know they had some problems with them because they were head, but, but uh, yeah, but, uh, they've, they've really, they're not even in the game anymore. They don't make them anymore, so. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what Textron is, right, is, is yeah. Textron's now, that's Arctic Cat Argo, that kind of thing, right? So they must be doing an Ultera, which is their their brand, Mud Pro Seven Hundred. Yeah, yeah, but that seems Altera, a little small. Probably like, yeah, the Ultera brand came out like fifteen or something before the takeover, and uh, but Argo, say no, you say with Argo though, Argo is not Textron. One of the head guys from Arcticat when they were when Textron took over and they kind of shook up. Okay, we're bringing our guys in, and some of your guys are see you later. Thanks. Uh, one of their head guys, I just can't think of his name. He runs Argo now, 
or as one of their VPs or something. And so uh, they did some changes to try to make their stuff a little bit more user friendly and nicer looking. And uh, uh, I do, I do know that. Yeah. Ar- uh, Argo is, uh, Argo is like 15 minutes away from my door. Oh, like the, Oh, really? Really? Yeah, ODG uh, Ontario Driving Gear. Um, I uh, I did some work with them years ago, and and uh, we sponsored Henry Natalo, the fishing legends, and and uh, they gave away Argos oh, and, oh, yeah. for Black Velvet whiskey, and oh yeah, it was it was cool. It was a great it was a great relationship, and shooting the videos and the the commercials for it was a lot of fun. And we put that Argo through its paces. I'll tell you that <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Argos are yeah, Argos. They're, they're, are, you know, they're like they're like the te- they're like a Tesla. They're in a class of their own, right? <laughs> they are true, true. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're very specific in things they do well. One thing I will say is, because I've been out with um, my buddies doing some stuff, and when you go in and out of them, man, that is a workout in itself just to get in and out of them. So, <laughs> that is something but uh man they yep. can do a lot of neat things so, when you're just floating in the water driving along oh, it's something else yeah it's 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 scary at first because you you feel like you should sink why am i floating you know and like they, there's guys that put two horsepower hondas on the back of them and put around the lake like they use them as a fishing boat right <laughs> it's pretty crazy <laughs> it, I don't get it. So the, this guy here has the same tires that Ostercruiser's got on there. Is this the bike? Yeah. Well, the, on this picture here, th- these are different tires here. He's He's got two sets. Actually, I think he's got three. Um, so these ones are, those are Moto Havocs. I'm pretty sure those okay. are 34s. 34 inch. So yeah, 34 inch tires. Yeah. So the other That's tires we're talking about, those are uh, called assassin- Assassinators. They're the ones with the yes. big three-inch lugs. They're, yeah, Sassy Can Am's got assassinators. Sassy Can Am runs assassinators. Go, yeah. oh. That's right. There's some there's some lunch there on the on the fenders. Yeah. Is that blue? No, I think that's the it's the it's the black. It's a green. That- I think it's just the way the color. The color has been played with on the picture, maybe, but oh, maybe but, yeah. uh, sometimes when you get out, yeah, it does look bluey, eh? Yeah, mm. but sometimes when you get out in um, in the big skeg fields there, in those certain days, the colors are amazing. You just get this nice, uh, you know, high pressure or whatever system, and you get the it's blue sky and partly cloudy, and the the light is amazing sometimes. The pictures That's the cool. Guys. The guys that know how to take the pictures and play with the contrast and color, it's it can be pretty pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. I'm my name's hiding the uh, the. Oh, here we go. I'm going to shut that off. Hiding the halos on this thing. It looks cool. Love that. <laughs> you've you've got you've got halos on yours, right? I do right now. I actually don't. Um, the ones that I got, they actually quit. So they actually got a lifetime warranty, and uh, I sent them in, and they're supposed to be sending me back. I just uh, they haven't come yet, and it's funny because today uh, my kids are a little bit—they're 19, both of them. They're twins, by the way. That's why they're both 19. But anyways, <laughs> um, 
I saw the UPS guy pull up, and I was like, oh, man, there's my lights. This is going to be great. Yeah, it wasn't for me. I ordered something. Ah, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well, speaking awesome. Of, well, those should be coming, but I got some kind of customization things on the go right now with my uh, with my XMR, so... If the lights came in, that would be that would be great. But if, if they come in this week, I think they'll still be good. But it's going to be all part of the package, yeah. the lights yeah. and the other things. Yeah, it's all part of the look. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but most yeah. of them you can get. I mean, you can order just a single color. Um, and, but a lot of the ones you spend a little bit more, and you get you can change multitude of colors, and they can dance, and oh, it's it's limitless, really. Yeah, Just yeah. Well, I was uh, I, I was telling Sassy uh, Jess last week that I ordered the Amazon offshore ones for twenty bucks a pair of them, and the first okay. set lasted not even two minutes. And then the, I I emailed the manufacturer, and they sent me another set, and that took over a month to get here. The yeah. first ones came in a couple of days from Amazon, and then the next set took forever. And I, I think it was less than a minute the first set was on. And then the second set lasted about five yeah. to seven minutes and they're burnout. And so I went with another brand, but again, I'm not expecting much better yeah. results off of them, but everybody, like I private message some of the people that are using them and they have no issues. And I'm like, I wonder if maybe it's something in the Wolverines. Like I went right to the battery too it, it, on the second time I installed them. Um, cause I was wondering if it was something in the Wolverine electrical that's maybe causing too much surge surge for the capacitor on them and blowing them out or cause that's what happened. You could actually smell the, the igniter was burnt. Hmm. Yeah. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. I, I know some people that had some like kind of way offshore after aftermarket type ones and have been worked fine for them so yeah I yeah i didn't have but any luck with mine I'm like mine they're brand new and i had trouble getting them to work at the start so i don't know yeah yeah well that's thing if these ones don't work sassy said she got hers from far mudding and i know that's a that's someone you deal with too yeah. i'm gonna try a set of theirs and see what happens but yeah uh, Rally Sport 31 says, my halos have something yeah, stupid like 280 plus modes. Had them completely submerged in water and mud. Power washing. Everyone loves them. And got a second set for my girlfriend's machine. There you go. So um, let me know which ones you got there, Rally yeah. Sport. I'd be curious to know. You know, maybe maybe there's a little bit of luck to it too, right, Don? Sometimes, yeah. Well, like I can put these ones I got kind of they were brand new but there were uh someone gave them to me they're like yeah i got it i don't have the machine anymore and I, I wouldn't have bought them for myself but they're for the back and i mean i know basic electrical stuff how to hook it up and properly connect things and use waterproof connectors and and anyways i've had nothing but problems with them <laughs> i don't know why yeah they work by themselves You're... sometimes i don't know. yeah i did see that video where you were doing a rundown on your machine and you said about the rear halos had crapped out on you but yeah, yeah, I solder mine and I shrink tube everything. Like I don't use crimp connectors, you know, even my LED light bar that's on the front of mine, I threw away all the connectors they give you with it and just solder and shrink tube, Yeah, you know, so you don't have to worry about it, but yeah. 
Hey, this is this yeah. is a cool shot. That that guy's uh, um, side by side deep at the back too, right? That's, um, I don't know if that's my. I might be Marty at Marty's machine. I'm not sure if that's him. I met him the one time. What are they nicknamed? Oh, Money Marty or something like that. I don't know. Is he's that right? <laughs> got a renegade too. I don't know. He's, I, I've only met him briefly once. He seems they're they're all a bunch of good guys. They're they're all from around uh, Saint Ca uh, Dan and uh, a couple of the other guys. They're all from around Saint Catharines, uh, Welland, Fort Erie. Those kind of down the Golden. Oh, Horseshoe. nice. Is that the right terminal? Yeah, that that would be right. Yep. Yeah. So I wonder is I wonder if this would be your area or down their area. I know there's a lot of riding down I'm there in in Niagara Falls area. I think it's down that way. Yeah. Now those tires that he's running on this side by side, those look almost stock. Like though they don't look like they'd be very good in mud. What do you think of that? Well, not so much for that type of a deep mud, but they do pretty good at a little bit of everything. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be good trail climbing. Now, they could be the stock ones or something similar. Yeah. Um a little bit of good at everything, but yeah, it's so like a you kind of so they're when you're buying when you're buying tires or or a side by side, is that kind of what you want more over than what yours being mud specific? Do you want something that's more universal, like an all around tire on a side by side? Well, whether I th I think, and these are questions that people are always talking about, and I'm still trying to absorb a lot of the info and. You know, some people will buy something just because that's the, what their buddies run, right? And and don't know why. But the biggest thing is, what's what do you want to use it the most for? Like, what's its main purpose, right? And then you try to match your tire to that. That's really the key. Because you can find some tires that are kind of good. There really isn't one tire that's really good at everything, no. right? They'll, be, they'll excel at one thing and they'll be okay at another. Um, so... Yeah, actually, that's, that's the tricky part. Yeah, I ran those XTRs for on. I have a 700 Grizz, and it, I, I'm not a I'm not a yeah. deep mud float it through the mud kind of guy. I'm you know fast technical trail guy, uh, and I found the XTRs did just about everything for my style of riding um, and worked reasonably decent in the mud. Uh, what I found some of the the more aggressive mud style, like the lug style. I think they're called swamp lights or they were uh, uh, a little more aggressive. They weren't as nimble on the trail. They didn't handle cornering and, you know, fast trail no. much as the XTRs. Yeah. But you're right. You have to, you, you really have to. Land yeah. Yeah. Those are, yeah. Yeah. Like one of the other things that you can do, and I'm probably going to do this because I still like the trail right too, um, is uh, definitely going to get myself another set of tires, uh, more of a, a kind of trail tire. So when I know what I'm just going to go, like I said, talk about even just going north of where I live and you can ride all day for two days, whatever. Um, and, you know, that would be a lot more fun. But even like, like a tire that I've gone uh, like that side by side there, like you can do quite a bit of like muddy puddles and things like that. No problem. But still climb rocks and do, you know, technical stuff like you're saying. Um, yeah. Uh, and then save some of the wear that wear on your, uh, you know, your, your extreme tires. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you, like your tires. You know, you know, fun yeah. fun What's that? Do your tires ride the good? Funds aren't endless. 
So my tires, <laughs> yeah, they ride pretty good. They ride pretty good, actually. Um, that, like on hard stuff, they ride really good. So we were saying before, like I did a bunch of trail riding in Mattawa. Mattawa is very rocky and rough. It would have been nice to have different tires for that, but just didn't just didn't happen yet. But uh, they did really, really well. Like they did really well. I was quite happy with it. Right on. Really quite happy with it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You need a you need a tire sponsor, right? <laughs> Come on, tire yeah. sponsors. Come on. Well, Hook adventures this way up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. I got that. Uh, John, John, John Luke that. wants to, John Luke wants to pop in and say hi. How's it going, John Luke? Hey guys, how are you? Hey, it's going well. Good, As you good. can see, I'm in my truck right now, but I am parked just so everyone knows that I'm not, uh, I'm not <laughs> driving. I'm not driving. I'm in my, my truck. I just came back from, uh, from work and, and there's something very, very important tonight with the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, scoring the first win, so that, that's important to me. Um, but I just wanted to say hi, and, and uh, hope, hopefully, everyone's enjoying themselves. Oh, for sure. Well, thanks for popping in. I we really appreciate that. Wait till you see the pictures of. I don't know you. You know who Don from Adventures This Way is, but wait till you see his renegade, John Luke. You're gonna freak. It's a beast. And he rides it as per the manufacturer's directions. Maybe you shouldn't watch his videos because if he ever comes to you for warranty work, cool. you, you don't hey, want to be in the hey, middle. Hey, I saw a couple speaking of, of that, speaking of that, character. yeah. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> now, so how many how many Leaf fans it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> hey, both of them. I, I didn't get that, guys. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're having a horrible audio night here i think john's froze oh did he yeah john luke's froze up yeah, yeah. he looks good though there we should just guys. leave him there yeah, that's, a good, that's, a good, that's a good picture so he's a good looking guy yes so you were just saying uh what were you saying oh about manufacturers recommendations all i would say is with the release the, the release video from can-am where they had Ostracruiser and one of the other guys breaking in the, the new XMRs for 2021. As long as you don't do anything else that if you could do what they did, you're fine. That's what I say. Oh, okay. That's right. Cause they showed you that, that you should be driving like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And, and we, we, just so you guys know, we're, we're, we're about to get, um, so I think it's going to be time frame around, july or so but in in mid-august we'll be getting the the, the 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 specs on 2022s the new colors and new specs new features um we'll see i have got no clue what's what's happening at our end at energy power sports we have a, a small surprise that we'll be announcing uh, in the fall and it has to do with everything mud which we're super excited about um so uh, but it has to do on the part side and anyway I think it'll be super exciting, and, and Gary, I'm gonna have to uh, to take you out uh, on, a, on a good run. Now, I'm, not, I'm not a mud guy at all, but I have a couple yeah. of my employees who uh, that that's all they do is mud, 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 and uh, they're really good at it as well. Yeah, Brad is uh, is one employee in the in the uh, part side. Don, he's uh, he's like you. He's he he knows not trail. He likes mud. Only the only trail he rides, he told me, is to get to the mud hole. That's it. Yeah, that's that's it. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I come on in anytime, and I can uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I was asking Gary if we can, uh, um, if we can jump on with with Brad, and he's he's got so much knowledge. He knows so many people in the in the mud community. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's he's been doing it for for some time, and uh, and he's just he knows a lot. He's broken a lot of parts. He's probably my number one client, frankly. Because he keeps on breaking stuff, um, but that just shows that you know he goes hard yeah. and uh, he does not leave anything behind for sure. Yeah, it's but it's nice to have him testing the equipment like that. You know, there's a lot yeah, of guys that no, talk absolutely. about it, but there's very few to do what Don from Adventures This Way does and what Brad does. That's it. Yeah, and actually, we um, uh, speaking of, of rides and stuff, we we enjoy when when clients actually want to come with us, and he will take them. He'll show them how how you know how deep you can get with an XMR, yeah. uh, whether it's awesome. a side by side or, or uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We really enjoy when when clients come with us. There is uh, there is an event you're probably aware of it, but at the Hawks Nest, I think in the next couple of weeks or so. Uh, oh uh, so yeah, yeah, there in July. Yeah, are you going to be yeah. at that? All right. Oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not going to be there, but yeah, but he'll be there with the Energy Power Sports uh, oh, yeah. uh, truck and, uh, and a few XMRs as well. Unfortunately for us, uh, our project XMR uh, ATV will not be ready for that time. Um, but uh, but I, I hear it's an awesome event, and uh, uh, they're definitely worth going to uh, to visit it for sure. The Hawks Nest is great. Have you ever been down yeah. there, Don? No, no, I haven't. No, so uh, yeah, I'm I'm seeing if I can make it work or not. I, I don't know yet. I, I'm not working that weekend, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, it's pretty close to my neck of the woods. If if you're doing it, Don, uh, let me know because uh, if I'm around, yeah. I'd meet you there. It's a it's a great little park, it, but yeah, it's, it's mud. Good. Like it's it's nothing that I'd probably. I mean, there's there's shouldn't say it's mud, but you can take a dirt bike there if you want, but. The, the guys that are doing it are are the guys like that last pitcher where they're buried, you know, coded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. So yeah. Corey, Corey Brock says it takes about three weeks to wash the clay off your bike after going to the hawk's nest. <laughs> yep, and he's right. Yeah, it just it's super, super thick Ontario clay. Um, uh, and, and this is one of the reasons why I don't, <laughs> I don't love mudding myself. I just don't have the time after to clean it. Um, but, uh, my, my, my son took his, his XMR out with Brad and I'd asked Brad, I said, could you please just don't, don't like go easy, make it more water, dirty water than mud. And, uh, they came back, they were yeah. filthy. They had a time of their lives, of course, but, uh, but it was two and a half hours of washing after it's horrible. Yeah. And, and of course my, my, my son is sleeping and I'm the one washing it. It's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> I've been there and done that. Yeah, been there and done that for sure, yeah. for sure. No, it's uh, a cool. that's the thing. And I I said last week I had a pile of dirt and I wasn't doing mudding like this. I had a pile of dirt on my on my yard, a hump where where just the, the sand and dirt and mud had built up and all kinds of funky things growing in the grass. And yeah, Corey Brock says he's given up on mudding. He tries to keep his units clean, but he's got the machine for it. Yeah, I don't know. I I want to get into it. I want to try it. I, I just am so, 
so into it now from Adventures This Way's videos that I I just got to try it. I think it would be cool. You know, cool. yeah. Well, guys, you know, I, I, I didn't I hop off. Sorry, Gary. I have to hop off because the game's about to start, and I can't miss it. It's a ritual in my household. Uh, I wish everyone <laughs> an awesome night, and uh, thank you for allowing me to jump on tonight. No problem. Anytime. We'll we'll, we'll be talking to you again for sure. Thank you for coming on, John Luke. Thanks, Appreciate Gary. it. Ciao. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah, John Luke's a great guy. Yeah, if you're like you come down this way, pop into the dealership, uh, Energy Power Sports, and uh, you're driving right through town anyway. So you might as well stop into Energy and say hi. He's so good. He'll give you a tour of the whole place. It's massive and nice. Yeah, yeah. So super, super guy. Uh, Rally Sport 31, he agrees. He says washing sucks. LOL. 1500 PSI electric power washer takes hours to clean off the machine. Yeah, it's. Uh, that's the one thing I hate about it. That's why I like snowmobiling better is you don't have to, you don't have to clean them to that degree. You know, that's true. That's true. But do you having have, some products that help propel the stuff really does help a bit. But uh, just like your car or truck, you put a good wax and good protectant on it. It does. It helps, but, uh, but washing sponge. it off as soon as you can. Helps. Sponges and SC1. Yeah. yeah it, that like, works with all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's a good product, yeah. Yeah. So well, Hawk's actually, Hawk's Nest actually has a pressure wash, like a car, a, a bike wash yeah. station there, you know, so you can clean up before you leave, before it hardens on. But uh, yeah, what are some of your, yeah. what are, what are, that's a good point. We're, we're getting on this topic. Like, what are some of your tips for, for washing up? Well, one of the things that I learned from a lot of the other guys is um, what really helps is having a spot to go and kind of clean up. Be, uh, before it dries um and where you can get like into into some deeper water and that really helps clean the really worst stuff is the you know the undercarriage that's the part that because it's really hard to get to but if you can get into some deep water uh and and get a lot of that rinsed off and then you can take the water and sort of and, and you'll hand bomb it yourself as best you can then it, it makes it not as bad of a chore before it dries dries up when you get home and then keep your rad radiator clean try to get some water in there but that that that's a whole other thing as well as trying to keep your rad clean um that's why people do the rad relocates so much um but you still got to clean it even if it's, if it's in a different spot but yeah yeah that's, that's right that, <laughs> that's what makes it more challenging as you get into the later months and it gets drier those water sort of water holes and water sources they kind of dry up so it definitely makes it more challenging so, yeah that's yeah. right uh, Rally Sports says he hasn't tried SC1 yet, but he he's tried Lemon Pledge for the plastics and WD-40 for everything underneath. What yeah. do you think of that? Yeah, probably same stuff, really. Mm -hmm. it, it depends, too, on your on your machine. Uh, some of it just has, like, the plastic that, that's colored plastic, and then you have ones that actually have uh, paint. Like, mine has automotive paint, and... Um, like I got black the back, and I don't know if you mentioned it, Gary. I think you did. You're like, no, no, I bet you that's gonna get all scratched up. And yes, it certainly has. It is scratched to heck. So wow. I'm some, I got some changes coming about that. Right, well, this week it should be happening. So, so what's yeah. painted is the plastics aren't painted, the are plastic. they? Yeah, on mine, all the plastics painted. It's like an automotive paint. The yellow, hmm. the neo yellow, it's painted, and the black at the back, it's like a metallic. Leaks in it, yeah. It's a really nice paint job, actually. 
But yeah. Now, now, what's the base color? Like, what's the plastic color? Is it white? I don't know. I think it's black. Like when it when it when it scratches, what what shows through? Black. Yeah, it's black because there's areas where the the panels overlap and then kind of rub and stuff, and you get the grit, and it's black. Oh so, wow! HDP or whatever those different different uh, polymers or whatever. Hey, that's Brian. That's Brian. I know that guy. Is it right on? He's right got on. there. Yeah. Pardon me. I said he's got a YouTube channel as well. Oh, does he? Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, mudding mudding for part numbers. That's his. That's his handle. It's <laughs> mudding for part numbers. I love it. <laughs> One other tip is buy camo, and it doesn't show the scratches. That's a that's a good tip actually if it gets scratched it adds yeah. character because yeah. yours yours i love the yeah. even the yeah. the outlanders you know even the sea in that yellow they're it's gorgeous yeah. and i can't imagine it would break your heart it would break your heart to have a scratch in it yeah yeah i do like it but i mean i never wanted one really really yellow from the start but when i first went and picked it up from the dealer and you're like actually see it in person it was it's it's a nice color but um it's sort of worn on me a bit and i'm gonna make it some change it's just a little too much yellow but it, it's a really nice color it, it's 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 really nice it's you gotta see it in person I, to appreciate actually i think it's only 20 percent yellow because it's it's 20 percent yellow and it's 80 percent of the time it's brown in your world yeah, it gets yeah, it gets covered up. Gets ha covered up. Hashtag coded. That's for sure. I love that. Here we oh, go. Yeah. This is th these are your pictures <laughs> yeah, now, Don. <laughs> oh, okay, I love I that. Okay. Oh, you don't see the picture yet? Uh, yeah, that's you. Uh, yeah, no, not me. Well, I just see one with uh, Dan's Renegade. Oh, are you you're watching on YouTube. Oh, you shouldn't do that. There's like no. a 19 second delay. That's why your audio is delayed too. Yeah. I got you. Now you see yourself, I bet, right? Yeah, there we go. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so who's this clown? What are you doing here? Looks like three-quarter throttle. Yeah, that's right. wide open. Yeah. It's a it's a good I think he froze up. It's a good picture. It uh, it uh the all every mud morsel stopped. Love it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, but that's um, like I'm trying to think which one Yeah, that's like a screen grab off the GoPro. I don't know. I got uh I just got a, a GoPro Hero 9 a few weeks back. I'm not sure if that was from it. It might be. I have a seven as well, but uh, they're pretty amazing. The the still uh, pictures you can take off them. It's uh, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, your audio is really good too. Is that coming right out of the nine? Yeah. Or is that yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah. Because totally. your 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 audio is really good. How you capture the the sound of the engine 
through the water and everything. That's what I've been trying to do. Well, I've been trying to, um, so I switched the, now camera mounting is, I mean, people that don't do it, make any videos at all have no idea, or if you take photos, what it takes to try to get a good angle or something like that, right? Um, But you're right, camera position is such a big thing, and I've switched it to under my visor a while back, and and the audio is so much better. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm liking the look of it too, so. Yeah, it does. It looks, no, I, I really think you're doing a wonderful job, man. Like I, your videos are great to watch. They're the right length. I don't think you'd want to go any longer and you got a lot of personality in them. So good job on you, man. You're doing a great job. I'm, I'm envious. Well, thanks. Uh, hey, well, Hopefully. you know what, what really, what really is, uh, what I really enjoy is when people like the videos that you make and whether it got, a hundred views or 10,000 or whatever. And people, new people come along, say they enjoy it. Like that, that, that's all you want. Right? That's, that's great. Try to figure out what works and just keep yeah. making that. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So that was for from sure. last weekend. Do you know where that is? Can you guess where that is, Gary? It's kind of hard to tell. No. Okay. That's the mic of mine right in behind. No, I can't. The dark. Is that is the it the dark spot? The mine the mine is above up. Oh, is no. that right? It's low like that. Okay. Yep. Yep. It's it's, it's wet. It's really oh, wet. Oh, it's very wet. There was actually some ice in there still. I couldn't believe it. Wow. It was a big, how deep yeah, did you go? How, how... We didn't go too go far. Uh, we didn't go too far, and I, I did the whole thing in the winter time. It's pretty big. But, uh, it is. It's huge. It. Yeah. Yeah. You need a light, Andy. You, have you ever been up there to the mic of mine near Matawa? No. No. Oh, I've done buddy. the uh, I've done the Dorset Loop, the Black Ridge Trails. Um, that that's you know that kind of stand the standard run between one seventeen one eighteen in that area, but and Port Elgin, but I haven't been that far north. Yeah, it's uh, the the mic of mine's cool. It's uh, it's a real deal, but. Uh, you can't like, I mean, I pulled the snowmobiles up to the door of it, but you can't really drive into it. Um, no. It would be neat to see it in the summer. I, that like totally, I was going to guess Mike of mine, but it was going to be a pure guess. Um, yeah. I would have never guessed that that's where, where you were. Cause it's night and day different. Oh, totally. Yeah. Cause like in the winter time, there'd be like probably three, four feet of snow right at the bottom there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So yours is a machine on the right, on our right, with the red yep. hand guards, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's yeah, the link. I got the big box on. There. I got the big box yeah. on there. That, well, it's not that big. It's the smallest one they make, Canon makes, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not big on the like. Uh, I I like boxes for storage, but the uh, I I don't like riding with them on the back. No, it gets a little. It gets a little bit much. I mean, those big boxes are like when you're going more remote and you need to have all the supplies that you need with you, it's, you need it. But most of the time they're too big and you just gotta, if you don't fill them up tight, then stuff sloshes all around and things get broken and (laughs) your lunch gets ruined and stuff like that. So Yeah. Now are these both 1000s we're looking at here? Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that's uh, Scott's machine, and that was his first time there. 
And uh, actually, he lives in Mississauga, actually. Not too far. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he tries to get out and ride. Uh, there's nowhere to ride around Miss, uh, Mississauga, really. So no. uh, he, t- <laughs> he, t- he turns around a bit. And uh, yeah, he came up. He came. Actually, he his machine, um, the thumbnail picture you did, where it's kind of going into the splashing in the water. That, that was yep. Scott. That was the first time he had done that was the first time he'd ever done anything like that either, too. So, oh man, I I didn't even use a picture of you in the thumbnail. What the hell? No, it's okay. <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing on my show? Get Scott on. Get off it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you guys are totally different tires there. What what do you what do you think of the difference? Are his look like they'd be good on hard pack? Yep. So those are the ones that come stock. Those are called cryptids, and they're they're probably the best overall trail riding mud tire that you can get. I I had them on my uh, my Polaris, and they're very capable. They're just not that tall. Like when you want to get into more extreme stuff, you really need 31, 32 inch tires and and up. Um, yeah. But if you want to trail ride, they're not. You know, you, your center of gravity changes and. Well, actually, I just I'm, I was working on the video from this the other day, and there's a part we switched machines. So because I have an aftermarket clutch, as I was saying, so he could try it. And then as yeah. soon as I got on hand, it was like it's and we were on some like forest access road where you could kind of really open it up a bit. And the smaller tires are so much more fun to drive. Like it's just so much more nimble, right? Right, but, right. Uh, yeah, the aftermarket clutch you just punch that thing and it just it just goes. So, it okay. stands, does it? That's awesome. Oh, it will. It, it will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be careful. Well, you think of a well, how many horsepower is a thousand cc's? I believe it's ninety-one. Wow! And, and what? To, to yeah. And what's it weigh? Uh, nine and change. You're, I think by the time you're on it. And all your everything, and you're pretty close to a thousand for sure. Oh, then that's that's a, that's a that's a lot of weight. Then I I thought they were lighter than that, but yeah. So. You know, when you're riding them, like you know, talking about snow. I was just talking with one of the other guys. Uh, so the guy, the players, the back there, his name's Jeff. He's a big sled guy, and he, you know what, Gary? He was a big Arctic Cat machines, and he had players for two years. And he's got himself uh, the new MXZ coming. Uh, Skidoo. Nice. Um, oh, nice. What is, not the not the not the Mock Z. No, not the Mock, but the XRS. Same. Machine, yeah. The, yeah, with the nine hundred R, they make the nine hundred R in it. It just doesn't have the so, launch. Yeah, but so we were talking about you know four strokes, and I go. You'll, you'll be fine. And of course, everybody talks about, well, aren't they going to be so much more heavier? When you're riding them, they're not. And riding these, they don't feel heavy at all. The only time they really feel heavy is when you try to push them. Yeah. Yeah. That's saying, I rolled a little Wolverine down around the garage myself. And I remember my Can-Am 500, it was a, it was a chore to move it. And that's, that was only a 500cc stalker, right? Yeah. I can't imagine yours must be a beast. Like, like that thing you see little kids riding these things, and you think, man, if that ever went over on them, you're going to crush the poor guy, right? Poor girl. 
Yeah. So are these all big bore? Like what's that Polaris in the back? Is it an 800 or? That's a 570 Polaris, 570. Yeah. What did you think about Sassy's? uh, Like she's riding a 570 and loves it. Like, like I never thought about something small like that for mud specific riding. Well, yeah, like you say that that Can Am five seventies, it's a twin, right? So yeah, it makes good, it makes pretty much as much horsepower as the seven hundreds. That's for sure. But they, um, the only like they make an XMR uh, in the Renegade, an XMR Renegade five seventy, and then they also make uh, in the Outlander five seventy. But the fi- the Outlander one, it's 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 the kind of basic chassis. So it's not like as durable, but it's a, yeah. you know it's an entry level right to get to get in in into it type of thing you know. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, you also have the five seventy Renegade as well too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. I always like the Renegade looks. Even back when I had mine was a twenty twelve. The Renegade is still a sharp looking machine, but yours, I just that snorkel cover gets me every time, man. It it looks like alien, like close encounters of the third kind you know looks military yeah exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah yeah this is a great oh, yeah. shot yeah yeah i said yeah we gotta yeah that was an interesting day i gotta say <laughs> he just i know he where these what's that i know where this is that's my totally yeah totally recognize it that's the sled trail there on the left and it, it winds it all the way through. It keeps coming back, and then it winds yeah, back it through again. Yeah. Love that area. It's all yeah. power lines. That What's that like yeah. to ride ATV in? It must be awesome. Oh, yeah. There's a part where it's really flat, where we hit the one day, and then we were ripping. No, but there's a, if you can see in the back, there's a bit of a little water crossing there, but it's, it's not that deep. And this is yeah. all mustag and skeggy. You can see where some guys are kind of played in it a little bit. And Jeff just decided he was just going to kind of hit it. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, we were, that was about an hour and a half ordeal. He had some equipment problems that really made it more challenging. Oh, boy, I had to use all the tricks I knew. And, wow. Oh, and of he course, was there's no cell service there either, too, right? No, that's true. Oh, he that's was stuck true. big time. That's like oh. three, three feet deep of just muck. But oh, muck, my muck God. Cake like that, and when it's mixed Muskeg, when it's mixed with that much water, it's kind of like mud, but where you get the suction, but there's nothing yeah. to it. There's no, there's no, it's no density. It's like jello-y. You, you can't, oh, yes, it was a mess. That's wild. Well, now I, I've, I've got a buddy that. Go ahead. Yeah. I said, yeah, like, yeah. It, it was deep. It was not a good spot. So that's so why you yeah. always got to check before you go somewhere you've never been before. It's always worth it. <laughs> Do you guys pre-walk the mud holes usually before you try something like oh, that? Yeah. Do you actually wade into it? Oh, absolutely. You absolutely have to. If you've never been in it before, you don't know how deep it is. That's a, I what see about- videos of people swamping their machines and they never even checked it. Like like, yeah, uh, I guess that's the thing. Yeah, I I yeah, think you're yeah, like me. Yeah. You appreciate what you paid for the unit too, right? And it's like, oh, that's exactly. like I was saying to Jess last week or two weeks ago. I was like, yeah, I, that's my concern. Is is 
especially with a newer machine like that, if it's 10, 12, 20 grand, you know, like, like I know yours is yeah. the top of the heap, right? Yeah. You're going to take a $20,000 gamble that, 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 that's only two feet deep. Yeah. It's not worth, I mean, you get to that point where it's, uh, you know, that little bit of risk factor and you got to take calculated risks, right? Some, that has something to do with the, you know, maybe the younger, the younger crowd that, it's not a big deal or whatever. I got to fix and put a new engine in it, whatever, you know, um, that's not where I'm at, but, uh, you know, there's, there's different levels of what people are at. Yeah, it's and, true. Uh, What's your level of risk? <laughs> it's like the stock market. Yeah. Yeah. The stock market. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so this looks, this is the lookout we were talking about before the show. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, so on the Explorer's loop, um, it's one of them. I'd have to look it up, but it's more kind of, it's a little, it's, it's the, from Mattawa, it's the most Northwest really. It's yeah, kind of the okay. outer end of, of that, of that loop. Um, oh, excuse me, but it's not too, Is it, uh, um, yeah. Is it alongside the trail or do you got to drive in and then drive back well, out on there's it? A, no, there's, well, there's a forest access road and then there's two or three different trails that sort of take you through there. There's quite a few in that, in that little section, but you'll also see, um, uh, people horseback ride there and Jeeps like off-road trucks. We actually, there was a Jeep we passed when we were going here. Yeah. I did get some clips of that. It was kind of cool to see That's cool. a Jeep come in. Like it wasn't challenging for an ATV to come in, but. Um, but just seeing a Jeep in there is kind of neat. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's really cool. The um, and like you said, it's it's. Are do you need a pass for in there, or does it yeah. do, does it help to have a pass? Yeah, no, like, you, you do because their their trail systems kind of all all year, right? So right, right. Now, is it marked? Is it well marked for ATVs? Like, is it? Uh, I mean, it's yes and no. Yes and no. Some of it's marked and then another, there, there, there's one, I know, like I said, I was going through the video footage and there's this one where we come up to an intersection trying to get to this lookout and there's two or three intersections and the one trail we're on, like the, literally the sign has an arrow pointing in both, both directions. Like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> you go straight. You just yeah, go, you, you go just straight. go straight. Yeah. yeah. So it's, I mean, you know, I don't, same with snowmobiling, you'll see some clubs that have a, a good base of people that really look after the signages, and then there's other ones that it's kind of good, and you know, it, it's it's hard work that people have to look after. But for the most part, it's it's pretty it's pretty well marked. But, yeah, yeah. I I, I the reason I was asking about passes is because I know guys up there that ride dirt bikes along there, so I don't know whether they're just taking the chance or whether they actually have a, a an off road like there's enduro there's dual sport trail per permits as well right so i don't know whether they're part of that group or or what but yeah so it's all part of the v, it's called vmut system voyager multi-use trail system okay that's what it's called so you can buy a day pass or it's okay yeah that's cool but yeah i love the lookouts like that that ride you did here I, i'm ex i was excited to hear about it because it it is like snowmobiling you're you're <laughs> Yeah. You're taking trails and you're you're finding destinations, but it looks like you also had mud to play in too. 
which is a lot of fun. Yeah, and the last the last day we went and hit uh, we went and hit the one trail that's like their hardest trail, and there was some mud in it, but it wasn't nothing to write home about. It was a really technical trail, so um, yeah, that's worth uh, worth checking out. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. It was a good ride. Oh, there we go. That that's a yellow ATV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. This was from that video you just you did about a week ago, where isn't it? Where you you uh, yeah. you're just going out for a quick ride, and you ended up uh, spending the afternoon, I think, out there. Well, yeah, it was only a couple. Yeah, it was only a couple hours, but it was uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was the part that I hadn't I hadn't tried in a while. So, like like I said, in this place, like this ATV park, that I, I go to fairly regularly, it changes through the season, right? Every year it changes too because. The way the water uh, erodes different things, uh, it, it'll change. It depends on who's been riding in it. But what happens is, I mean, there's a lot of people that have big bikes, but they don't always come here. But people with you know smaller tires or they're in a big group and they don't want to try some of these more challenging ones, so then they kind of sit. And they actually need to get used because then it kind of they get all, the, the mud kind of settles to the bottom and then it gets hard and then it's no gets done done for the season right right but, uh, maybe you know you rain in the fall but if you use it and uh it's kind of a scouting mission just to see how things went uh but like i said it changes when earlier in the spring when there's lots of water you, the, the, you kind of float a little bit more right gives you some buoyancy um but then as the water recedes then some of those ruts are so big like you think those tires are big and, and they're not <laughs> Have you got, yeah, yeah. And and you got a bungee on your your uh, winch line so that if you get into the into the mud that deep in the front that you can get it out. No, some guys have that, um, but uh, I don't know. It's just, one of the companies that makes them wants to give them to me and sponsor them. And I'll I'll throw one on there probably. But uh, but uh, the thing with these renegades though is the way they work is your front end stays up a lot so that you oh. can you can get it but that is something that has happened before on my other machines and it really depends on the situation but yeah you're down there kind of fishing it's uh yeah. it's not fun <laughs> what, but what about that you still need to get in there what's that i say i was going to ask you about winch service as well after all the mudding you do like the frequency you pull your winch apart and clean it out yeah, that's something that a lot of people don't do. I'm pr like uh, probably later this summer, once it kind of dries up a little bit, uh, if I'm not riding, or I'll try and go do some skeg riding too. But yeah, it'll definitely need to pull it all apart. Now this is a new a newer winch that KM has designed. I think it's Warren that makes it, but uh, uh, they're supposed to be sealed, but nothing's really sealed. So no, no. you definitely got to take it and service it because stuff gets in there and it, it, it'll make it last a lot longer. Yeah. But what I was trying to say before was, is you need to access your free spool lever, right? Which is down yeah. there as well. Because if you got to pull enough line, it's, it's much more advantageous to to open your, your free spool. So it's kind of a, you know, it does help, but you still not. But a lot that of was one guys, of the, first... uh, the free spool breaks. Yeah. That was one of the first things that broke on my winch was a free spool lever. Yeah. And I think it's because of that, because of the dirt and mud and everything. And I mean, it was an entry level 
like it's a 500 outlander so i mean it's yeah. it's entry level by any means it's not sealed up like an xmr would be but mm. yeah now i hear you talk about visco lock all the time let's hear your thoughts on that like for people that don't know what that is um if they're in a polaris or Arctic cat or whatever explain to the folks out there listening what yeah. visco lock is why you're so blown away by it okay so to be just to be out of what you're saying to be the more specific it's the the new system it's called the visco four lock so the oh, original okay. uh front the original front drive system for the can-am it's called visco lock i think this one's called visco lock qe and basically i can't explain it very well i don't really know how it works but you've got your so it's a differential with your gears but then it has basically like a section of uh, clutch plates and it has like a viscous uh, fluid in it. And when it spins, it gets compressed and then it locks the, the free wheel, the limited slip wheel, it locks them together. So when they're rotating, they rotate together. Okay. But yeah. what happens is once you stop, it has to turn to re-engage again. And what happens is this visco lock, the, the original one, they wear out over time and it doesn't catch. And when you, like you would know just from uh, riding when you're trying to press something and you need traction of both front wheels, that's where it, it lets you down because it, it won't, you can't turn it for it to lock in. So that's, that's right. been the biggest yeah. downfall there, that system. But when you're moving and you're at good speed, it works very, very well, but it basically locks and unlocks. So what the new four lock is, it mechanic there's a there's another there's an electric motor, and I have no idea how it works, but it physically locks the front diff. It doesn't use the visco part at that point, or it locks. I don't really know. No one really knows how it works. <laughs> yeah, because I, I seen it with um, yours. It's instant. It's you push that button, and yeah, both so those you, wheels yeah, are turning. You push the button, and then push push the button, and the uh, actuator motor or solenoid or whatever it does, clicks it in, and she's locked in. Yeah, it's, like, it's like it locks and the spider gear. Not, that, it's not very, yeah, it's, it's. I think it's like yeah, it locks uh, the spider gear, know. right? So that it rotates at the same time. Hmm. Like posi traction. It's, it's, not, it's obviously not. Yeah, it's obviously something not o overly complicated because then all the guys were all, all the other guys with the Randy Gaze were looking at it and trying to figure it out. And they're like, it's basically the same. It's the same casting type of thing with the change, and it's like, yeah, I think you can modify that, right? Um, but what it does is the, the nice thing too with it is that it's not stiff. Like I've been on uh, a more traditional style of locking, front locking diff, and you know, like on a Yamaha or something. And when you lock it in, like you're locked, and it's not easy to turn, and you get through what you need to, and then you want to unlock it. Like you don't want to drive in it very far. Whereas this, you can drive in a locked. No problem, which would be very similar to a Polaris because the Polaris it's 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 fully locked and it's it's pretty smooth. It doesn't really it's easy to drive in, in full uh, when it's locked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can go pretty fast yeah, with, no, it, with it this, locked. This oh yeah, yeah. Ed, do you need to? I don't know. There's some debate on that. I don't know. So like it has a. I don't know what the RPM limit is. I don't know what the RPM limit is, but it does have a uh, a limiter in the in when you're in locked. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think when you tune them, it gets rid of that, that limiter, doesn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get it tuned and get that get that taken out of there. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, guys rally, that, do that for sure. <laughs> rally Sport 31, he's got the old school visco lock on his. Yeah. So then the alternative, what some people will do is uh they'll put a like a, a mechanical locker, which the same system that they have like in four by four trucks. There's a couple different brands, so it mechanically locks. You get rid of that old visco lock. Right, right. Yeah, that's the thing. There's enough people making aftermarket parts for these things. I'm sure there's a solution out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're pretty clean here. <laughs> now, are you running beadlock tires yeah, or yeah, are those? Yeah. 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 Those are the factory beadlocks. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you've you've actually upgraded the tires on the factory rims, I take it. Yeah, yeah, that's all I had to do. Yeah. And what size I are those like, tires? Like black on black. Oh yeah. It looks they great. They are 32s. They're 32s by by four uh 32 by nine and a half wide with four, 14 inch rims. But they measure just a little over 31. So they're like 31 and a bit. 31 and a quarter. I mean, I could, they're really soft compound. So I could probably bump them up to, I'm running about seven PSI. I can run yeah. them probably up to about nine. And, uh, but they're so soft. Like they really help absorb the bumps because this, the uh, shocks are, they're a little stiffer than that. Eh? <laughs> they're a little are stiffer they? than on, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, like the way now, they're calibrated. You, yeah. Yeah. Do you mess with your suspension at all or do you just set it and forget it? I I really haven't played with it too much. I because you've got the the Fox three three clickers, and I just leave them on the lowest setting. And, and I, you know what? I probably will play with it. I should adjust the springs a bit or something. But uh, it's pretty good. I just gotta watch when you hit uh, some sort of big things. It, you know, I, I can bottom out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I like that over over. If you have a little stiffer, then you know it's a little harder on the back and stuff, especially when you're on that yeah. really bumpy rock stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a smart shots a thing for uh, for ATVs yet, or is it just on the sleds and the side by sides? Um, no, I don't think I don't think there's anything on the ATVs yet. I'm sure I'm sure it'll probably start probably come. I, I don't know. Not that we yeah. know of yet. Not that I know. Yeah, that would be interesting to see how that plays in. Well, that, where was you know, this? You'd, you'd probably see something like that on a um you know on the sport the sport ones for sure you know when they do the cross-country racing and the jumps and yeah. stuff like that again like the xxc's that type of thing or this you know players because players has it on the razor uh they have it i'm sure they would probably come up with something like that yeah oh cool where was this picture taken here uh, that would be that. That would be the same day, I think. That's uh, that's up in, at the ATV park. It's it's kind of a little swampy area, I call it, but it's not really a swamp. But I guess it's the whole place is a swamp. I yeah. Guess, but, uh, <laughs> I, I just gotta, need... I gotta do a beverage to be fresh. I'll be too fresh. Yeah, for sure. No, no problem here. There's a coated picture right there. Look at that, eh? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. 
crazy. Yeah. You know, as uh, I was lis- listening there, Gary, and uh, you know the suspension adjustments. I think I think of the difference in in the world of motocross and the my world. We constantly we have a book of settings, just constantly trying to find the right setting for the right you know the right speed and plushness. The top third being plush and the bottom you know taking the abrupt jumps and stuff. So it's really funny. Watching yeah. these may, get, gives me the urge to get the old grizz out and go for a tear. <laughs> I know, I know. That's the thing. And I've been, I've been right into it now. It's like I just want to go mudding so bad, right? And I don't have the machine for it, but I'll take yours. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might have to wrestle Wyatt for it. <laughs> yeah, is that right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. This is hashtag coded, Don. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave her a bit. I was like, once you start to get dirty, you're like, whatever. Yeah, I was. Oh, this- uh, yeah, I tried to get through that, and uh... is is it OFA TV or is this just Napanese, just Crownland? Like it's a free for all. This is at the ATV park. And, okay, uh, the Napanee ATV park, and it's 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 Crownland. Yeah. yeah, right on. But you don't have to pay or anything to ride there. You just show up. Yep. Nope. You show up. That's good. That's good. Up. It looks like uh, it, mine would be up to the handlebars in there. I think. <laughs> but uh, what what do you find? Do you find people's ruts uh, are the biggest the biggest challenge for your bike, or is it? Uh, are you high enough that it doesn't really matter? Uh, for no, for a lot. Say a lot. Most of the terrain, the size of tires I have. You can get through pretty much everything, but even this, like this spot here, like, like my machine's on bottom there. Like I got as fast as far as I could get. Like it's, there's some deep ruts, but what happens is at certain times of the year, people are in there and they're trying to get through it. And I think what happens is they keep digging it out and rather than just giving up, they just keep digging, digging and digging. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And somebody right. else with big tires comes through, digs it out some more. Uh, and then Mother Nature does the rest, I think. Yeah, true, but true. What happens is you, when you see it covered with water, when you see it covered with water, you have no idea how deep it is. But when you see some of these places, when it dries up in the, the dry part of summer, you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, no wonder that's so hard. Yeah, that's funny. So will that, will that spot dry right up eventually? That one could, but what I was saying earlier was what will happen is, is then if no one uh, gets on it and then it doesn't, it doesn't get any rain and the water that sits on top kind of sinks in and it kind of gets hard um, and then it'll crust over. So if it does get used, it, it will last. Some of these are so deep that it will stay. Uh, like this time of year right now, we're supposed, hopefully we'll get some rain. Let's get some more rain this week or earlier this week, and it's going to be prime this weekend. Nice. That's what we're hoping. For. Nice. <laughs> yeah. We got. Is there so lots of now? You've got. Sorry, Gary. We got so much rain on uh, Friday and Saturday. We couldn't ride. <laughs> oh, it's crazy! Did you see? Did you see the pictures from up north in Bracebridge with the water in the parking lots? Like there was a Ford F one fifty going through. It was over the front bumper. Well, That's we were we. we we pulled out of Chatsworth and the tornado went through it. Uh, 
just north of the motocross track there. So just after we left. It was, it was Chatsworth that the tornado touched down. Yep. Yep. And I happened to be driving the RV with the trailer. So I, I knew I was high risk for tornado hitting. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, if you're in the trailer at the park, that's even higher risk. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because they only touch down in trailer parks. You know that. Yeah. Well, with my clothesline out. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> If you see a cow pass you in the air across the road, you know it's time to find some lower ground. Yeah, get my belt out and tie it to the ground. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, dear. So this is, is this muskeg, uh, Don? Yes, it is. Yeah, this is out in the area. People refer to it as a Lingham Lake, but this isn't Lingham Lake. But it's it's uh, Lingham Lake's a big air, a big area of Crown land. There is some privately owned land near the entranceway to it. There's uh, some hunting camps out that way too. But this is all this area here is all in the hydro lines, and it's a big big hydro run. And they actually come and spray this. Like they spray the vegetation to kill it. So this is an area that uh, started to die down, and it was uh, dry and it was wet, and. Uh, it was a it was a pretty cool spot there. Uh, right sometimes on. it gets really wet. Once it gets chewed up and really wet, it's uh, it's a lot harder to to, uh, to traverse. Why why do they spray it to kill all the the vegetation? Yeah, I was out there last so one time last summer, yeah, and they were out there spraying it. The hydro guys were out spraying, doing it. Yeah, yeah. So is that it, way is you it don't a, have to cut trees and stuff. They just kill it. I guess so, right? Yeah, Andy's a hydro guy. He'd know about that. <laughs> don't don't tell anybody. No, no. Yeah. You were ex ex hydro guy. <laughs> but is that why they is that why they do it, Andy? So they don't have to yeah, cut like keep, it keeps keep the weeds down, keeps the trees from growing back in so they don't have to go through with uh mechanical harvesters and keeps the brush down. Yeah, yeah. Now would they? So they wouldn't care if you're riding along there or underneath it. You're beating the uh, the tree, the no, trees, and the, the vegetation down. They're probably pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's a classic picture. If you watch, if you watch Adventures This Way on YouTube, you are familiar with this shot. <laughs> Just giving her. How long is that trench? Like it's, you know, maybe what, six feet wide? And and how far can you go in that trench oh, water and mud? Well, that's almost at the, that's almost at the end of it. Um, I think that was probably about, that's probably a hundred feet long, that one. And there's both, there's two, three different sections to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, it, that. When you're walking in the mud like that, and you got a winch, and you you winch yourself out, put your winch back, get going again. Then you got to pull your winch out again. It's it's uh it's tough sledding. It's <laughs> it's, uh, it's like walking in snow. Like walking in deep snows, it's it's hard on you, right? It's same as the same as the mud, but it's slippery, and you can fall down. <laughs> you can fall down easy. Oh yeah, for sure. And if you're trying to if you're trying to maneuver that thing along as well, do you ever get caught in it? Like, do you ever run yourself over? I ran my foot over my back, my foot over. Yeah, 
usually that's more when you're trying to help someone uh, when they're not stuck, but they need some assistance just to get over an obstacle. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to be careful with that because you can't see where your foot is or they move a little further maybe than what you expect. Well, you know, suddenly get a little bit more moving and uh, yeah, that can happen. That can happen. <laughs> yeah. Is this your old bike, your old Polaris? Uh, could be. Yeah, I sent a couple. There's a couple of Polaris ones I sent you there. It's got it's got Adventures This Way on the yeah, rad cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know it's but yeah, because I haven't got it yet. I'm on delay. I don't know how that works. I know you're watching on YouTube. You you shouldn't be doing that. You should be watching no, I'm not, through I'm this. I'm watching on YouTube. I'm watching on the on the I'm on the Streamyard. Oh, that's weird. That's strange. It's so delayed. Hmm. Yeah. Well, my internet's Must... not good. So the fact we've made, it's the fact we've made it this far, I'm just bored, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I, this, you're with I really this too. like this photo. This photo turned out. Yeah. That's awesome. Those are those are interesting tires. What do you got? What are you running on that? Those are, they're called the XM310s. Those are good tires. I like those. Yeah, they look like, they, like they've like um, they got a gap down the middle. They look like they channel a lot of mud. Yeah, well, they're, they're a mud tire. They're designed for mud, but they do ride very smooth. Um, but that channel down the center is something very different. Uh, they don't turn so good, though. They don't turn so good. No. No, they're stuck. Well, because with that open channel, when you turn the, the tire sideways, there's no well, nothing to grip. Pushes. So kind of just kind of skittle. Pushes. Yeah, oh, exactly. Wow. No, when you're driving, when you're driving at speeds, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's just when you're going slow, like ice or snow, like you can't. It's like an old skidoo, an old skidoo that you can't turn. You know, <laughs> the old ones. Is that right? Yeah, uh, no carbides on it, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, with no carbide. Now, have you rad, you've got a rad relocate? You don't on yours, do you? On your new one? No, no. I I'd like to keep away from it if if I can, and uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. But um, but if I did get one, I do like the one that Oscar Cruiser has. That the one they make. That makes them out in Saskatchewan, but they're all aluminum, so they're a little lighter. But they, they do look pretty cool. But uh, it's a completely we'll different see, rad, is it? I like it without them. I yeah, like. Yeah, well, they're all the all all the right all the uh, renegade ones. It, it's a whole new bumper, and the the, the relocates kind of integrated into it. Yeah, so. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there it is, clean, Andy. So that's Look what that. it looks like. Nice. <laughs> that was like brand new. Yeah. It goes yeah. like it goes that like, was like that. Like one ride. One that's ride on it. That when that picture was taken. Yeah. That's funny. Did, did you take it easy like, when you first got it, or were you right in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I tried to took my time and broke it in. Let the belt break in and. uh just took it easy on, you know, follow the manufacturer's recommendations. 
as soon as I got like that first kind of 50k in and 10 hour. And actually, I think I took a video and I was like, yeah, that's pretty close. So I was out and I drove it a little bit quicker. And, uh, good to go. That's awesome. But now, now it's like, okay, we're going, we're doing this. But something that some people don't understand in the world of video, you know, you can make the video kind of come, but if I go into the places I kind of go in, maybe a little bit more aggressive, I've either one checked it really well or two, I've already been in it three or four times already. So I know what to expect. That's what some people don't, some people don't get that. Yeah, that's right. So that would be one of your tips is, is know where you're going to go. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I like this picture. Did it crawl up on that rock? You're actually got the one wheel up on the rock. Yeah. Well, that's kind of demonstrating the, uh, that visco four lock we were talking about. Yeah. Where it's actually locked in and you can crawl. So it worked. It uh, works really good. Yeah. And, and is that, is, is, yeah, I think small. you're, I think you were mentioning last week that the, that the actual wheels on a, on a renegade are more forward than they are on an outlander. Was it you that was saying that? The which, the which part? The which your, your front axle, forward? your front, your front wheels are more forward on a renegade than they are on an outlander. No, I don't think so. I think what that, that maybe is, it's more of the plastics. Underneath, underneath a Renegade and an Outlander XMR are the same. A regular a regular Outlander is going to be a little bit different than an XMR. They're built a little bit, you know, the widths are a little bit different. I don't know all the specs, but but uh, it's really just the plastics, really. Yeah. So, yeah. yes, you're, you're on a Renegade, your front wheels stick out. They're the furthest thing in front of you. So if you hit it a little obstacle like rocks or something, you hit your tires first, and then you climb up. Whereas a Renegade or a, an Outlander, you're going to hit your bumper first, mm, depending right, on how right. tall the obstacle Yeah, I didn't even know Have that. Ever I never knew that one until I actually had one. Now the the uh, have you ever ever seen guys busting their headlights off like like the like that's a good point you said the the Outlander's got the the bar going around all the headlights the bumper and the Renegade bumper kind of goes hey lights here you stick out um, is that a problem or no? Well, yeah, yeah, stuff will get dinged, but a lot of it is uh, related to. When you got more fenders, then there's less room for the tires. So as guys add bigger tires, you're hitting the the, the floor, the footwells are in, in the way, and then as the wheel tra as the wheel travels up and down, and it's going to hit more. There's more stuff to hit. Yeah, that was a big yeah, problem on yeah. the flares, big time. <laughs> big time. Yeah, it looked it looked pretty compact uh, in your wheel wells with those big tires. It is. It is but compact. But this looks good. Now, what is this renegade on the left with the purple yeah. halos? Holy. That looks gnarly. 
Oh, that's 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 Job's. That's Job from uh, ATV. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got a YouTube channel. Yeah, he does. ATV, <laughs> EHTV. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. EHTV. Yeah, ATV. Yeah, Job. Yeah, so yeah. he's he's from and, kind of my local area too, right? Yeah, and uh, oh. so the one the one in the middle there, that's Dan. He had some of his photos there earlier. Um, yeah, now he's got those are those are big tires. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a monster! What a, like and that thing's and he's got that thing tuned. I think that's where he said the visco lock is actually oh, yeah. Yeah. the 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 governor's deleted when you actually tune it and. He put a tune on that thing, and it's a oh yeah, yeah. beast. He's got, he's yeah, got tune, and he, yeah, he's got uh, some, he's got a dry knock system on that. And he's, and he's only really used it a couple times though. Wow! Holy! Wow! So, what kind of power would that thing be putting out Watch. when the nitrous is on? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? That's not really in my wheelhouse. I don't really know. But what it what it does is use like the general idea. That I think that's a dry system. What the different? I I can't even talk about it. Dude. I would I would butcher it. But basically, what it does is you know you you enrich the fuel. You give it more of a. It gives it a it talk about a boost, right? So you're going to get a boost of a few hundred RPM, right, instantaneously, just to get you that launch. Get you into the power band, right? Oh yeah, right in the power band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's yeah. wild. Well, that's the thing. How how what's your feeling on power? Like this pa is power one of the reasons your your ATV goes so many places? Is it because those wheels are oh, turning? Absolutely. absolutely. Number one, the, the one thing is while you're talking about it, is is ground clearance. Just having the ground clearance will get you through so many things. But then when you get into uh, denser material or you know thicker mud and 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 muskeg you need that power to get the wheel speed to be able to get through that, that's really what it boils down to that's and that's what i've been discovering and like you say an 850 whether it's a polaris or a excuse me a polaris or a k&m makes good power that is more than anybody really needs when you're trail riding or you honk, you know, you squeeze the throttle and you got a lot there. But that 1,000's got so much more jam. And it's the tunability of it because it, it can make way more horsepower. Oh, for sure. It's insane. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're talking that much weight, too, you don't really think about it. And you, worst, horsepower worst. to power to weight ratio is huge, right? So along the drivetrain, along the drivetrain from the spline that, that spins the uh, the wheels back to the differential, where's where's the point of uh, greatest weakness? I'll say, because if you you get into the mud or you get into that heavy clay and you're you know launching through there, that's always been kind of uh, I've broken axles from jumping with the throttle on, probably too high. Yes. Um, but where yeah. is like do they, on these machines here is do you guys put different uh, all different components on from the transmission out? See, that's a, that's an excellent question. Now, say the guys down like out west, like Saskatchewan, like the guys that hit the like the big skeg, like Oster Cruiser, those guys, like once you get into a built motor, 
you're adding nitrous and all those kind of things. They do some of those are upgraded, but the, honestly, the way Canam makes their rear drive shafts and the diff, rear differentials, you're pretty good. Like they really are pretty solid. Everything's got a limit. The, yeah. I think it's the, in the end. We talked about uh, Joe from ATV in, the, in that photo, and he said he's hardly replaced any axles on that. The Canam uh, Renegade axles are they're pretty beefy. Wow. Beefy. The thing is, is when you upgrade and strengthen your axles, what breaks next? Yeah. Right? Your transmission clutches. Exactly. So yeah. you got to have a sacrificial point somewhere along the line. Um, I know the players has had their drive shafts. They've had a lot of, they have a lot of issues with part of it's in the design, but again, you have to maintain your stuff and check it. The more extreme you ride it, the more you've got to be on it and checking it and making sure everything's greased. <laughs> keep saying everything's greased so that keep it from moving when it's not supposed to, right? Um, but everything's gonna have limits. It's gonna wear. There's wear items. Replace the wear items before they before something goes wrong and they break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Project Ventions. He says, "Yeah, he, keep he, suspension he knows, stock and all stock knows. parts are beefy." With a capital beefy. Yeah, right. <laughs> capital <Love> beefy. It. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good fog shot. We'll let we'll but let you catch up here. But just don't sit and, Yeah. Yeah, I get these fans going. Uh, I can't I can't hog the internet for, for too much longer here. I'll start hearing about it. No problem. Uh, ah, yeah, I like that photo. I like that photo. So that's with my Polaris, and uh, that's uh, Keith from uh, NOS ATVs. That's his Renegade. His is a beast. His nice. A beast. Nice. I, I subscribe to NOS ATVs as well. Yeah. Nice. I think something, something glitched here, I think. On your volume or your audio? No, on the, on, your... on the picture, on the photo. I don't yeah, know what, what happened to that one. Yeah, that one. We'll just skip through that one. This this is called <laughs> the hashtag snorkel me. <laughs> there it is behind me. <laughs> this looks like a Honda. Looks like your Honda, Andy. I think it's uh, older than that. With the square headlights? Yeah, Honda right, Fortress. Uh, is this a red one? red one? Yeah. Oh, that's that's Louis. That's one of Louis. That was oh, at Louis, uh, Louis' property last summer. Nice. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Uh, and uh, and uh, Honda was there that day, too. So right nice. on. Hashtag yeah, hold your breath. Those 300, you know, those three hundreds, you build them up, and they're they do a lot, man. You don't even got to worry cool. about swapping them either. Well, so light, right? Hondas are light, very light. Very. Yeah, I I didn't even think about that. That is that is uh, power mods for sure. Well, when you go big or go home with the snorkel on that one too, right? That looks like fun. <laughs> Give her a yank out. 
We're looking at your Polaris just buried. Yeah, and with that one, I had uh, I had a ride at the ATV park. This is on a trail in between the ATV park and my house, and I've been on this. I've been on it before, but it was just at that. It was at the end of the day, and I was on my way home, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe I'll try this one." And I just got <laughs> buried, and the bugs are out, and you're out. You don't have any drinking water left, and it was it was dumb. Do you probably there? I mean, you shouldn't ride alone, especially in this stuff, but how often do you go out by yourself? I see a lot of videos where it looks like you're, you're just farting around by yourself out there. Yeah. But like where this is, like it, it would take me, it would probably take me 15 minutes to walk to the highway or the road. Like oh, the that's not road. bad. And it's like probably take me 20 minutes. Uh, yeah. It's like we're in civilization here. That's what people don't understand. Like, I live in the country, but it's not, we're not in the middle of nowhere. So, no, yeah, it's yeah, true, a big de true. debate sometimes. But, uh, yeah, if I go for myself, it, it's places I go all the time. And, and I'm, I'm in civilization. I'm not in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, true. But sometimes true. I do take, and you're doing take it. some adventures, you know, not by yourself. But, but, you know, you have your gear, you have your gear with you and everything. And you're not really that isolated. Like, you know, so. You're going prepared and you're experienced too, and that helps. Oh yeah, just experiencing the outdoors and, and uh, yeah. oh, so there we go. This, so this bike now, the guy. Sorry, go ahead, Gary. Nope, you go ahead. Okay, so this bike, this is a Polaris uh, High Lifter, and it's pretty custom. So this, his name's uh, Scott, and he's a he's a Polaris ambassador for snowmobiles, and I had him and some. Actually, the picture before that was that same day as this one, and uh, he, he likes orange and yellow, or orange and blue, as he, or yellow, orange and blue, as you can tell. And uh, yeah, that's quite the machine he's got built up there. He's actually he doesn't have a lot of... of that now. He's got him. Yeah, well, his his snowmobile is the same same color scheme. Yeah, big time. Yeah, he actually he doesn't have much room in those wheel wells. He doesn't have much. Sorry, he doesn't have much room in those wheel wells. Yeah, those are thirty four inch tires. Yeah, they they take up quite a bit of room. Yeah, but you don't get too much suspension travel with those. No, is that right? Yeah. You, you kind of want suspension, don't you, when you're mudding? Like, you, you want to be able to, like, if well, you hit anything in those. Yeah, it, well, it's kind of the trade-off, right? Like, if, if you want ground clearance, so you need to have, you need the, the machine raised up, stiffer suspension, and bigger tires take more room, so your suspension travel, you're not going to have as much. That's just, that's kind of the, the give and take. Yeah. Got another Polaris here. Oh, two Polarises. Yours and someone else's. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that um that's a Polaris high lifter and that was my old bike. I, I put that one because that really shows the difference in tires there. So those are your cryptids, they're like twenty they're like twenty eight inches, and those are thirty two inch assassinators. And you can just see the uh, difference. 
Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Same bike. It's basically the same bike. It just it's way it's taller. Underneath, it's the same bike. Yeah. Yeah. Project Vengeance says on a Renegade, you get more travel with 34s than a Polaris. Ask me how I know. And he gives a <laughs> laugh out loud emoji. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. He must have put a he must have put a thirty four right through the fender on a Polaris, maybe. <laughs> I like the I like the uh, the headlights on this thing. It looks angry. Let's see if I get that. Yeah, yeah that's my uh, my Yamaha. That was what I went. I went to there was an event that they don't have anymore. It was, it was in uh, it's near. Um, oh gosh, near Bancroft. It was called uh, the Dungan in uh, Mud Bogs. It was a rally. It was a it was a rally, and they had a mud pit where you could do uh, racing for prizes, like time prizes. Um, and that was my kind of first forte. And I mean, I was like, "Oh my god, it's insane!" It was insane. <laughs> it was just bike was just covered. What year is that, Chris? Oh, four fifty. That that's an eighteen. That was my eighteen. 18. Yeah. Okay. That was an eighteen. That was the, the four fifty when they brought brought, brought the four fifty back. Right. Okay. I tell you, I tell you, I I would I would have got I would have got a Yamaha if they put I would have got a Grizzly if they put the eight fifty in it. I would have got one for sure. I would have. Yeah, Andy's got a seven hundred Grizzly. Yeah. 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 I'm holding off, waiting for the twin Yamaha. Yeah. Totally. I would get one for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I like the platform. I like. I, I, I'm not a yeah. like you say. I'm I'm kind of the opposite. I'm more of. A, Fast trails, jumps, uh, technical trails, um, much kind of suits my needs from the dirt bike world. Um, and I like that platform because it's small enough and nimble enough that you can zip through the trails real fast and uh, still crack the throttle and wheelie and jump stuff. So, Yeah, oh, absolutely. And th like they talk about like the power to weight ratio with mm -hmm. the Yamaha is, is your, one of your best bets, right? So you put that 850 in there. Twin that would be strange. that they have in the Wolverine, the new Wolverine, uh, side yeah. by side. That would be, I mean, some, yeah. No, I, I, I still, I like Yamaha. I don't come against Yamaha at all. I would get one. Yeah, I wish they do. I wish they do I it. Had, like I seen, lot, lots of uh, concept pictures people have put out of the of the Grizzly Twin. You know, with like a performance package on it, it looks amazing. You know, I wish they'd just do it. Hey, they'll make performance. They make Yamaha will make performance uh, dirt bikes, but I don't know. Someone's got to want. They got to want to uh, do it for the ATVs. Oh, so this yeah. is going. This is my daughter here on the old ninety. Right on. I remember riding that. That thing was fun. That was a little two-stroke, man. Those things are awesome. Those are awesome. It, it's a Sportsman ninety. That's wicked. Yeah. It, was it premix? Was it or is it oil injected? No, it was oil injected. Yeah, I got on that thing, man. You need to rip that thing. You're a little That's big for wicked. it, but I'm not that tall a guy. And yeah, it's fun. I was like, oh, okay, we got to get a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That was your first ATV, was it? You got her one, and then that uh, that paved the way for you. Yeah, really? Yeah, that was, that was our first ATV we had. Yeah, it was. That's it was sweet. Actually. So she got you hooked. That's amazing. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. yeah. 
That's the story, yeah. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, and that's all the uh that's all the fan photos Great there. Part. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. No, but no. Well, thanks for sharing those pictures too, and all the all the information as well. That's priceless. We learned a lot from you. Well, yeah, that's great. Like, uh, and the thing to keep in mind is, like, I'm still learning. Like, I'm still pretty new. I'm still pretty new to a lot of this this stuff. But everything I've, I've ever gotten into, when I kind of grasp it, like, I, I I'm like a sponge. I want to uh, learn everything I can about it, and you know, try to get better at it, and. Uh, and, you know, I've done a lot of, like, coaching over the years with my kids' sports and those types of things. And uh, I think it's just a natural thing for me. I want to, like, take whatever I learn and pass it on to other people. And because uh, and, uh, people are always asking. Or, like you said, people see something, they're like, wow, that looks so cool. I'd like to try to do that. And then you take your bike and you go, and you get stuck. And you're like, yeah, okay, well, how do right. I get out of this? How do you get out of this now? And you know how I figured some of that stuff out? You just because that's what I did, and I had to figure it out all on my own. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Rally Sports said he's always learning every day. Also learns from watching other ATV mudding videos, which yeah. is probably you're oh, teaching cool. a lot of people stuff. I, uh, I, learned, Don. I learned a lot. I learned a lot of stuff watching uh, some of the early days of uh, Job and ATV when he had his uh, small. Uh, he had a King Fifty. Sorry, King Quad Four Fifty. And, uh, yeah, I learned a lot of good, you, you had to learn techniques like, with the smaller machines for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, it, it's not, what do you, what do you think when people are starting out, should they always start with a small machine like that and learn the ropes or, or like, I'm sure these, these guys that you see buying brand new ones, you know, you see them on Instagram picking up the brand new 1000, Yep. And they might not have ever owned one anything before. Is that a wise choice, or does it matter with the way they're built today? No, but like you said, is what's someone's riding experience with any type of equipment? Too much horsepower, too much speed can be dangerous. We know that, right? Um, you know, that's a tough one. Like, there's really no reason. Like, again, you got to match what machine. Like, what do I want my machine to do the most? Like, what's the the most I'm going to use it for, the main uh, job I want it to do. Do I want it to do, I know, trail riding and hunting and do some stuff? Then, you know, buy that accordingly. But if you want to try to get more extreme off trail, then get like a 570 Renegade or get like, a, you know, something like that. Like it's not super powerful, but it's capable and you can yeah. do some, you know, modifications to it. And it still looks, it looks like the other ones and get you started, right? Um, that would be a way to go. But when you buy something, which we kind of talked about earlier, you buy a machine and then you do all the modifications to it, you're, the money, you're spending way more money and it's still not going to be the same. But at the end yeah, of the day, exactly. that's dollar, right? What, you know, price versus cost. That's a big thing back in the old sales world, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's right. And uh, Well, you're like, still, again, like if you, if you buy a regular Outlander and you and yeah. you you put a rad relocate on it, tires, you still Outlander axles. You don't have XMR axles and and all the other stuff. So yeah, pay me now or pay me later. 
the drive shafts, um, yeah, like the rear dip drive shaft might be different, uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's are they it's geared? An endless, are, it's are endless, they geared any differently too? Uh, yeah, there will be some change. There will be some differences between the XMRs and the like the 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 so like the Renegade XMR. The low range is much a much lower gear ratio difference than say an Outlander. Right, it's way low. Like low is super low. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but your high gear, your high gearing is different too, right? So you're you're not going to go as fast. But it, that's true. What it does, it goes it goes from zero to fast enough in a in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Zero to fast enough. Zero, zero to oh shit, it's yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. End the suspense, they call it. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that analogy. That's great. Well, well that's good. Well, how how can people how can people find you on on YouTube, Instagram? Where else do you hang out? Uh, um, yeah, I'm on the I'm on the Facebooks too. I got a Facebook page. I'm in a few uh, riding groups as well, and uh, but yeah, Insta I'm on Instagram. You know, if people want to get a hold of me, you know, send me a message on Instagram. Adventures this way, underscore. I found out there's someone else that has an Adventures this way on Instagram. I screwed up the other day and and did type something and I forgot to put the underscores in, and they're like, "Can you stop mentioning us when you're stuck?" And I'm like, "Oh, sorry." Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Adventures. It's an adventures underscore this underscore way on, yeah, for, on just Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm a little then, newer, a little newer at Instagram, but uh, I'm trying to trying to find my way there a little bit more. And the Facebook, Facebook groups, and uh, yeah. And just while you mentioned that, actually, I, I was just thinking about it. Um, I, I mentioned that I like taking people, I really like taking people to the ATV park for the first time. And so what I kind of decided what I wanted to do was I had someone ask me about it already, actually. They want they want me to take it to the ATV park. And I'm like, yeah. So what I, the kind of concept idea I have is, is I take people there and this is a business transaction and we get it all organized, but I take you there, take you for a tour and then I make a video, like I make video of it, but then I make a video of the people that they get to keep for themselves. Yeah, that's I love that idea. Yeah, I love I I did catch that on a on one of your videos and I went, I'd be right into that, man. Yeah. So yeah. But I, I'd have to borrow Andy's quad. Don't tell him we're going yeah. mudding though. <laughs> but you can you can Andy's go gonna, there with any machine get around most of the stuff so i I guess you can pick and choose where you want to ride right like you could have fun in there with the little wolverine could you oh yeah like some of the rides we've done like people come with just regular machines and they can they can navigate most of it you know like i know the way where you can and can't go so yeah and we'll tell you after yeah yeah Yeah, you shouldn't (laughs) have went in there Maybe yeah. you shouldn't have went in there. Yeah, we didn't think you'd get through there. <laughs> and, right. and we're right. Through that, yeah. <laughs> well, that was a good show. Thanks for having me on, Gary. I uh, really no appreciate problem. It. Thanks for coming. 
I appreciate uh, your time tonight and, and all the pictures yeah. and everything. And make sure you check out Dawn and Adventures This Way and Andy78 Kerr on uh, on YouTube as well. And Fair and enough. we'll yeah, see we'll you guys. Uh, you, yeah. Yep, good to meet you. Yep. I just found yep. you on yep. Instagram there. So it's all awesome. good, guys. Good show. Yeah, for good sure. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll get her going. Yeah, that was a great show. So I got to I got to get off the internet here soon before people start getting uh, getting angry at me. So <laughs> no problem. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna roll the credits then, and and we'll call it a night, and uh, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay, so just stick around. We'll be in the green room afterwards. Okay, right on. It's a journey for